0: What is up, everybody? Thank you all for joining me on the latest Mortcast, part of the C.H.E. Network. I'm, of course, your host, Jeff Morton. Um, well, Nikola Jokic just won his second consecutive uh, MVP, according to Adrian Wojnarowski. Um, to be formally announced later in the week. Uh, I'm going to ignore Sixers fan, who is having a complete meltdown right now, and I will just talk about Nikola Jokic, um, what it means, and basically the pressure this now puts on Jokic. And I, I think people get do the lazy stuff with Dirk Nowitzki. Um, they're only real commonality they have is a one-foot shot, and they're white Europeans, um, quite frankly. Uh, this is probably, in, in circumstance, a little more similar to Steve Nash winning in the mid-2000s. I think it was 2004 or 2005. Um, where we are at right now is, quite frankly, this means that Nikola Jokic uh, and the Denver Nuggets need to make these MVPs pay off in a, in a title, And at the very least, getting to the finals. Um, One thing that Nash never did was get to the NBA finals. Uh, Got to the Western Conference finals, I think, twice. Mm, Twice, maybe three times. I think it was twice. And uh, I'm going to do a bigger, more in-depth exploration into the seven seconds or or less uh, uh, suns and... uh, all that stuff and how there's connections to Doug Moe's Denver Nuggets that Mike D'Antoni conveniently never mentions. Um, But there's more than that. And using the Nash comparison aside, um, it really is – if you remember the two years that Nash won it, um, there was a hue and cry from people who thought Shaquille O'Neal should have won it, I think his first year, two thousand, maybe it was 0405 and 0506 I think those were the two years. And the second year, there was people who were thinking that um, Kobe Bryant should have won it. And um, legitimate arguments can be made for any sort of these things. Obviously, um, this year with uh, Joel Embiid and uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo, there is a, um, probably a, a legitimate aspect to any sort of case you can make for people, especially in a race this close. And having close races like this is obviously causes controversy, particularly when Jokic and his team go out in the first round um, which obviously hurts perception. And I think where we're at right now is Jokic and the Nuggets in order to make it pay off. I'm not saying justify because you can't Either, you know, and, and you all know me. I don't really care for the MVP award. I think it's a popularity contest, and I reject popularity contests. It's, 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 it's all about narrative and all this stuff. And in and, and Jokic was legitimately the great, the the best player this year, in my view. Um, but especially once he had that uh, big forty five point uh, game against the uh, Pelicans, where he um, scored the last scored like 31 points from fourth quarter to overtime, um, there was, there was, or 49 points, excuse me, 49, um, there was obviously, um, that factor there, um, as soon as he made that and he made that statement, people were like, okay, yeah, this is, this guy's clearly the MVP this year, nothing, taking nothing away from Joel Embiid or, uh, Ben Simmons, um, quite frankly there is uh le- not Ben Simmons excuse me uh Giannis Antetokounmpo god uh, anyway there is a um there's just legitimate cases to be made for all of these guys and taking nothing away from them it's just in from my view Jokic was the best however the pressure is big time on Jokic this much the same way it was on Steve Nash and much, much the same ways it was on um uh, uh Giannis Coming into a year after he wins his second uh, second MVP, the Bucks went uh, all in on Drew Holiday, and really that is what put them over the top. Um, but there is a, I, I mean, more than that was was quite frankly um, the uh, collision of fortunate circumstances, which you 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 kind of need. Um, Kevin Durant coming a toenail away from sending the Bucks home and Mike Budenholzer being fired is one of those fortunate events. That was one of those swinging doors things where you're like, oh, uh, this could have gone completely different. Um, And maybe Jokic is going to need something like that. Maybe there's going to need to be a swinging doors moment coupled with an all-in move. Uh, Right now, you could argue the Nuggets all-in move was Aaron Gordon The previous year, before Jamal Murray got hurt, you could argue that. Um, But you could also say that the Nuggets um, could have some other things that they could do. I I don't know. To be quite honest with you, it was going to be difficult. But it was also difficult for the uh, Milwaukee Bucks, because they had to give away a, a boatload of picks... Um and uh Eric Bledsoe and I forget who else they gave up, but it was just like they needed to basically back a dump truck full of money up to, uh the the uh the Pelicans' doors in order to get Drew Holiday from that that team. In the grand scheme of things, the hardest the Nuggets have entered into the hardest part, and through this through this off season uh accepting um the time of free agency in the draft, I'm going to give you, and and as you all know, I'm not a draft expert, nor do I care for the draft, so <laughs> I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I am going to analyze the draft. to those Other people um, go to the good people at Denver Stiffs for draft analysis. I do not have contain that uh, ability, nor did I do that, was it, nor was I able to do that back when I was at Stiffs, because as you all know, I very famously caped for Mario Hazonia, and uh, obviously that was a, a a big disaster that, uh, proves that I should never be a GM, at least in, or in control of a draft. But the Nuggets are going to, the pressure is on everyone in the organization stands, uh, Josh Kroenke and Stan Kroenke. From Tim Connelly to Calvin Booth to Tommy Balchettis to, you know, all the scouts to the Denver Nuggets coaching staff to the players, uh, and support personnel, there is a an enormous amount of pressure on this Nuggets team now. Because, is, quite frankly, I think they've in- entered into the, um, even with the injured players thing coming back, they're entering into no excuses territory, which is the hardest place to get into for a, a developing team, a not a developing team, a team that is trying to go from really good to great. Um, that step is uh, unbelievably hard, and I think the that that kind of pressure includes Nikola Jokic. Um, winning two MVPs is, is he's going to have to, and I and I hate saying this, folks, he's going to have to go even higher in order for the Nuggets to be a championship team. Um, you could argue too; he's going to have to be at step higher even to get to the finals. Um, the pressure is on to take these two MVP seasons and turn them into the championship dreams that everyone has right now. And I think there, there, that is where we're going to be finding where the difficulty is. And that is why I'm glad that I personally am not having to make these decisions because I don't even know offhand what the Nuggets can do. Nikola Jokic had one of, if not the best season in Nuggets history. and You could argue the best. Obviously, these last two. Um, no other Nuggets, Denver Nuggets player, has won an MVP. Now, I will say, David Thompson had a legit case to win MVP in 1978 in the NBA. Um, Bill Walton played 50 games that year, I think. And uh won the MVP. I think he's still the lowest amount of games ever played for someone to win MVP is Bill Walton in 1978. But when he went out, the 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 Blazers were something like 40 and 10. And uh he was legitimately dominating the league. Um so obviously there's the trade-off right there, but David Thompson had uh well, an amazing year in 1978, and so did George Gervin for that matter. Um, I think that that is a very similar thing to this year as far as the the top three candidates in 1978 could have made a legit argument for MVP. Um, And of course, 78 was also the year that David Thompson started his descent into drug use. Uh, Who knows what heights Thompson would have achieved if that had not happened? Um, Let's be honest here. Um, But there is a... Undoubtedly... Jokic is the best player in Nuggets history. And you need to have this accompany a title or at the very least a finals appearance. Uh, and that's fucking hard. It really is, folks. It's just as we've proven throughout Nuggets history, getting to the finals, even in the Nuggets, days, just getting to the finals is is exceedingly difficult. Um. Those past Nuggets teams that made the Western Conference Finals just didn't have enough talent. I, I I've made the argument that the t- 2009-10 team, uh, which included Aaron Aflalo, when they brought him in, they were actually a better team than the year before, and obviously we know what happened at the end of that year. But there is a, there is a, you need all the parts to work. I mean, even this year, I mean, look, the, there's a 2-1 lead for Milwaukee in their series, and You know, they're playing a a good defensive uh, Boston team who could push them really hard. And uh, you've got a Miami Heat team that's competent. You've got a Sixers team that has Joel Embiid and half of James Harden. You know, there's just good teams, and it takes a twist of fate. It takes a swinging doors moment on almost any one of these championship teams. Um, Jordan's Bulls... uh, in 1998, uh, you know, quite frankly, they, they, they benefited from the, uh, Indiana Pacers having a series of, of brain farts at the end of the end of the game seven, including Rick Smiths, uh, batting a jump ball in the wrong direction, um, in order for them to win the title. Um, there, there's just, it takes these things and we need to set the template first, by probably having an all-in move, and I don't know if the Nuggets have that in them. Okay, on the other side of the podcast, I'm going to talk about this season for Nikola Jokic and how he can go even higher than he is right now. But first, I'd like to talk to you about Blanchard Family Wines, located between 18th and 19th and Blake and Wazi in beautiful lower downtown Denver, Colorado, just a couple blocks away from Coorsfield, right in the middle of the dairy block. They are always online at bfwdenver.com. You can pick up their 2017 Cabernet, you can pick up their uh, Blake Street blend. They've got uh, roses, they've got you know, basically everything you need, including whites. Um, uh, much of Blanchard Family Wines' uh, own product comes from Sonoma County, California, but they also got partnerships with Western Slope Wine. Uh, wineries so if you go to uh blanchard family wines you can go try some of that colorado fare for yourself um i you know support colorado businesses um we all everyone needs that support even now as we people are kind of getting to normal in a weird pandemic uh you really need to support these local colorado businesses go to bfwdenver.com book yourself a virtual wine tasting or pick yourself up a bottle for delivery shipment or curbside pickup once again, they're located between 18th and 19th in Blake and Blake anwazi in beautiful lower downtown Denver, Colorado, just a couple blocks away from Coors Field, right in the military the block. They are always online at bfwdenver.com. You're on Facebook and Instagram under Blanchard Family Wines. When you go in or you talk to them, tell them Jeff Morton from CSU Podcast sent you. You know, I've. I, Jokic, what I've seen from him this year was tremendous, and it was, once again, it was very deserving of the MVP, even though you can make a case for all three people at the top. Um, And when I say that Nikola Jokic can take it a bit bit higher, I I mean it probably a little differently than other people do. Um, People think when you dominate more, you score more, Um, and situational scoring is probably more important than getting 50 points and losing a game, you know, obviously, Um, But where I think Nikola Jokic can benefit is actually doing something that uh, everyone, it's easier said than done. I don't necessarily believe that Jokic um, has done the best he can in terms of, as as Michael Malone pointed out, leadership. Because he's he's not that type of guy. He's not quiet, but he's not the type of guy to to be, quote-unquote, the leader. Sometimes you need a person to come in, like Chauncey Billups, when he came in in 2008, was the leader, and then allowed Carmelo Anthony to be the best player. The difference here is this. Nikola Jokic has the ball in his hands a lot. Uh, He directs the offense, and he does that. The way for Nikola Jokic to be a leader is to maybe have less offensive responsibility and be more of a defensive presence um, people forget that the uh, there's defense is about energy it's about it's about expending a lot of time reacting to what your guy is doing knowing where this person is going and all this stuff it is a, it it is takes a tremendous amount of law out of you, which is why two-way players are so rare. And I'm not asking uh Nicole Jokic to become Wilt Chamberlain here. I'm what I'm asking, or or Bill Russell, where I'm what I'm asking for of Nikola Jokic is maybe an attentiveness to even more on the defensive end. And that is where his leadership can come into, into balance. Um Jokic Concentrating more on defense will open up other players' ability to therefore extend more effort on defense. Uh, That way, there's a follow-the-leader thing. And if your best player is doing that, then the rest of the team will follow suit. Um, it It is kind of like showing the way to do it. Now, I'm not saying that Jokic isn't a good defensive player. What I'm saying is he could be even better. And him doing that and him displaying that defensive mindset. And by the way, when I say defense, some of it is just about going all out. Really, when you think about it, uh, we overthink things on defense and and we try to make it more about uh, a display of effort. And knowing technical know-how. To be honest with you, some of it is just showing them that you were going from point A to point B. Uh, and you are doing it in a way with, with, um, intention. You were going from here to here with intention. Um, and I think where Jokic kind of is, is falls through the cl- cracks a bit is that he is so intelligent. He knows where to go, but the intent is not there. The, the, the going with intention is, is not there. And, and, and I know that sounds stupid. Um, but there is, if you're going to be a leader of the team, they, have to see your best player going like that. Now Carmelo Anthony when he his best year as a Denver Nuggets player was the year they went to the Western Conference Finals. And he wasn't quote unquote a leader that year, but what he did was in a a very leadership kind of way. Once he got over the the Lennis and not refusing to come out of the game thing, uh, and he was, spend, was suspended for one game. If you look at Carmelo Anthony that year, he actually concentrated more on defense and rebounding, which is really what he needed to do his entire career. Uh, and then he got into the playoffs, and Carmelo Anthony was attentive, and he was while he wasn't the best defensive player out there, he went with intent. And the rest of the team kind of like picked up with him, and that Nuggets team in 2008 was actually attentive on defense. One of the better Carl era defensive teams and Nicole and and, excuse me, and Carmelo and scored less that year because when you pay that much attention on defense, you naturally, your scoring goes down. It just, it, it just is what it is. Um, and if there's a little bit less than Nicole Jokic on the offensive end, maybe hopefully, uh, Jamal Murray comes back and eases up that burden. Nikola Jokic can, can go with more intent on the defensive end and become an even better player, an even better leader. And I think that is where Nikola Jokic can take that next step. Because if he does that, this Nuggets team will go to the finals, 100%, um, as they are right now. I kind of think they need some help and maybe need an, an additional um, player, maybe a Charles Oakley for Bill Cartwright kind of move that the Bulls did in 1989 or 88, Um, maybe that kind of move. Um, But aside from that, this Nuggets team, if Nikola Jokic has that less burden, but he pays that much more attention and goes with intent on defense, this Nuggets team can take the next level, and Nikola Jokic will become an even better player. All right, thank you all for joining me on the latest uh, Morecast. Congratulations to Nikola Jokic for winning MVP for the second straight year, uh, best team, best player in Nuggets history, and uh, hopefully this turns out to the to be the start of a, of an appearance in the finals, or at least a, a, a or even more a title run. Thank you all for joining me in the latest Morecast. I'll be talking talking to you soon. Goodbye.